1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 482. Sketch 5. Applicant. chose this one did they so it, it, you did well, rich i think kind of all right well i shall cast it I... also give the backstory that it's the oldest sketch i mean it's not, the oldest, it's not the oldest sketch <laughs> it, i got a feeling it might be the very first one that alistair created when we started this sketch group or when it, at that point it was just the two okay. of us one of the first two or three definitely yeah. uh, i do remember reading it in the basement of the coffee shop where we used to meet uh, yes, basement right yes. from the start <laughs> <laughs> have we given so, the history of the name I mean, only seven times, but I mean... <laughs> right. Ignore me. I Ignore me. I don't think we have. I'm sure Alistair we says have. we haven't. I'm even sure we've had this conversation where Alistair we've says... We have it. had this conversation, but we, still didn't, <laughs> yeah. but we still didn't actually do it then. I mean, it's possible it oh. never got onto a tape. Well, why don't you tell it then, Laura? We, all right. Well, we used to rehearse in the basement of a bookshop called the Albion Beatnik, and so that's where Albion Basement comes from. But we also could have been called... Dennis's sex dungeon for the same reason, really, <laughs> really. If you think Wish about we had it, been. Dennis's sex dungeon would be quite a edgy little name. It's not edgy, is it? Edgier than Albion Basement, which does sound a little bit. It still sounds like an EDL like think tank. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It like which it's not colonial. Bad. Just it a sounds nice, like colonial uh, and likely to come from Oxford. Sure, but it is uh, in tribute to where we rehearsed a lot. Yeah. In honestly, Indeed. you go down this staircase, you'd nearly break your neck every time because there was so much stuff piled up, and you'd like clamber your way down into a space that only just fit the five of us, really, didn't it? Pretty much. And then yeah, you'd hear sometimes. Dennis like clambering yeah. down with tea. <laughs> we go make us some tea, Dennis, and he'd have to deliver it to us. And we'd pay him three quid for his glass of wine, so he did all right out of it. Yeah, he did all right. Oh, there was all sorts down there. I feel like there were like mannequin parts, but I think I might have been imagining that. Well, it was weird because it got cleared out one time. When we first went there, it Did was it? really full. And then it got really cleared. And then one day it was just yeah. full of other stuff. So <laughs> all the things got cleared out. Because there was like a second room you couldn't did, even get did to. Anyone, yeah, because there was a curtain, I was gonna say, wasn't there? Did anyone ever look behind that curtain? No, it and it's best not to. I think but we looked behind the curtain. Never it was just it. shit piled up. You just couldn't, no, fair you, you couldn't get in there. It was a proper nice place for writing sketches, I think, that little basement. Yeah. It was, yeah. and now it's... What's in that place now? It's, it's, a, it's a gallery it's now. Yeah. Ah, so must have probably shit door in the basement again. I hope Probably. So. It smelt very like damp down there, didn't it? Which kind of I think lent to the sketch writing, like in a damp <laughs> sort of. It was certainly it dampened it was our musty. creativity. Yeah. Like that. It was that. Are we recording <laughs> or just talking? Oh no, we are. We are recording. <laughs> but we should do. We're not just reminiscing. We probably should. So Simon is doing stage directions. Laura, you're a shoo-in for Mildred, and Alistair sure. wrote this, so you can be Edgar. Okay. Office with an enormous Union flag hanging on the back wall. Sitting behind the desk is Mildred, an elderly woman. Edgar, a pasty man in his thirties with short cropped hair, wearing nondescript cheap suit, enters. <laughs> oh, there you are, Sonny. Been waiting for you. Oh. I uh, wasn't expecting any... Never mind that, my boy. Let's get down to brass facts. I want to join up. 
I've heard so many wonderful stories, you see. Well, thank you very much. After all, it's so important, isn't it, the job you boys do? Your cause is so close to my heart, you know. Really? Oh, yes. Oh, without a tickle of a feather of a doubt. And I'm ready for the commitment too, because it is a commitment, isn't it? Well, yes, it could be said too. I'm retired, you see, and Desmond, my my husband, or should I say my ex-husband, is ex, right? Is he still my husband now he's dead? Well, anyway, Desmond, the ex-person who was, or is, my husband, used to work for you. In fact, he was a lifetime member. Really? And I have no doubt that he would have wanted me to carry on his good work. Well, do you know what capacity he fulfilled? No, he never told me exactly. He'd be out most weekends, suited and booted, as they used to say. He would always be back on a Sunday night with a smile on his face, supporting the nation's heritage, he reckoned. Well, yes, that is what we do, in a way. Of course you do, of course you do. You boys keep an eye on the nation, don't you? You help us to respect this country's culture. Help us recognise the great British way of life. Help us engage with our past. Bring back its spirit. And I feel that spirit burning in my heart, Sonny. Burning like a Ralgix corset. I'm ready to become a part of the glorious army. Well, in that case, we'd love to have you, madam. Hands her a form. Name, rank and number, the usual business. She begins to write. Edgar watches as she fills in the name. Matthews? Desmond Matthews? Oh yes, that was my Desmond. The Desmond Matthews? The Desmond Matthews who renovated Llangidroch? Desmond Matthews whose research uncovered the west wing of Castle Kilofa? Not the... No! My Desmond would have never tinker with that rubbish. I hardly think the National Trust has got time for old castles when there are barricades to man. Barricades? Barricades! The ceaseless fight. Racial purity. What's the National Trust for if it's not preserving the Anglo-Saxon stronghold in the face of hideous, dusky oppressor? No, Mrs Matthews. That is emphatically not what the National Trust is for. You seem to have confused us with another organisation. Good day. Hmm. Come along, Oswald. We're leaving. As she rises to leave, a young boy in Nazi uniform is revealed to have been sitting in the corner. He sticks his tongue out at Edgar as they both walk out. This lot are even worse than those idiots at Combat 18 to 30. There's a little asterisk at the bottom here that refers to Raljek's corset that we mentioned in the sketch. I assume for this reason and this reason alone that Rich wrote it. Correct. <laughs> I, want to, I want to use the phrase Raljek's pessary but I think that might be a little out of character. God, I used hmm. to think far harder about it in those days. Now I just go, yeah. now Jack Pessary's funny. Someone <laughs> say that. I don't care yeah. who or when, just someone say it. And also the description at the beginning of the sketch shows it's an old one, like you're saying what he looks like and what he's wearing. Wouldn't have bothered now. Get him in there, see what happens. Yeah. Let them make his own mind up. So Ralph Jack's is deep heat. Oh, I didn't know that's what it is. The parent company, and I think the old name. Oh, so a deep heat corset. Oh, but oh, burning light. Oh, right, a corset yeah, made out of deep like heat. A... Right, I'm with you. It doesn't make sense, actually. You can tell this is a bad rewrite of my behalf, so sorry about that. Because it says that she 
comes in, but then we see a boy is there who's presumably what her grandson or something. But why was he there already? I think that was in the original, yeah. Maybe he <laughs> yeah, was so waiting I, for her. Maybe she'd. I think I fucked up. I think we don't didn't need to have her entering. We could have just said started off with ah. So you know what's this about? <laughs> I seem to recall version A being slightly more offensive than that, but perhaps <laughs> I'm glad it's not. <laughs> I got an inkling it was a tiny bit rude, and I was like, well, you know. Yes. The hideous, dusky oppressor is probably just about the right <laughs> level to make her seem like an idiot without being yes. too offensive. There's also that weird bit, yeah. all that weird stuff about, is he called my ex husband now he's dead? I definitely would cut that out now. <laughs> yeah. so like, not unfunny as a little phrase, but it's quite weird, isn't it? So we've all learnt something. Alistair's learnt to yes. curb his racist tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that one of us has. Hey! 1,000 Sketches in 1,000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Laura Taylor... Alistair Turvitt and Simon Tui. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow. Hands her a form. Oh, now Nate. you're chipping in. <laughs> all the winks and draws closer <laughs> yeah. right. he's very Go selective on. about what stage directions he me, bothers right. to announce <laughs> stage directions are acting <laughs> well I can't fucking wink on an audio recording can I <laughs> Jesus I mean there's acting and then there's acting put the mic near your eye and get the kind of swell. <laughs> let's see can you hear that it's my eyelashes no. on the mic no no so there we are name so, rank and Fuck's sake. <laughs> Sorry. You done? <laughs>